Good morning, boys and girls. Welcome to MVS Soap. This is Pastor Jared, as always, and today we are digging into the scripture of the day. Hey, I want to give you guys a heads up, just so that way uh, it's not like a shock when you hear it later. Um, no, no, it sounds like I'm like quitting this or something, or something big. So I'm just going to let you guys know, because we've been doing the verse of the day. We've been using uh, the Bible app verse of the day. I just want to give you guys all a heads up that I'm going to start interjecting in um, some proverbs so for a couple reasons one um, I think that well as a person in general but especially as a teenager reading a chapter of proverbs every single day is fantastic it's like one of the best things you can do um, it, I remember my mom giving me this advice and started doing it and just you know proverbs it's the book of wisdom it will there's like promises and with like reading it it's just it's a great book and you know when you're going through youth i mean youth uh age high school and middle school you're not always at the peak of your uh wisdom game <laughs> to put it nicely so i remember my mom being like hey you should start man, retrospectively maybe she was saying i was being kind of foolish but she was like hey you should start uh you know reading through there's 31 chapters uh, Proverbs uh, gives you, you every day you can read one and then the cool thing about it is if you suck at consistency um, you don't ever get behind because you just read what the date is so if you're like oh it's uh, March okay so, so we'll just go with February what's today I don't honestly know what today is oh the 17th today's um, February 17th so what do I read today oh I'm so behind in my devotional do I start where I left off do I pick up where today is do I, how do I get caught up it's super easy because all you do, it's, I mean, it's also what's great about the verse of the day is because if you miss three days, you, you just pick up whatever the day is. You don't try to necessarily make it up, but there's the same built-in benefit here where if you miss, you just go, what's today's date? Okay, it's the 17th, so I read the 17th chapter, and you read one chapter. I, I suggest you, like, pray and, like, ask God to give you wisdom and, and, and you know, like, I pray, like, show me things in my life. I need to change and improve and guide me and, and stuff like that so you're not just arbitrarily reading it. But it's a fantastic way to read the Bible. So the way we've been doing it is a great way. It's another way. Another great thing about it is, as you can see, I'm not super consistent with these. I'm only, like, for a while I was doing them every single day. Um, and then I had a break, and I've been doing them about three times a week now. So the cool thing about it being Proverbs is I know exactly what the scriptures are going to be on what day because it's literally like if today was the 17th i would go to proverbs chapter 17 and pick one of the scriptures so i can pre-record them so what i'm going to start doing is once a week go in and kind of batch do a few of these and, and get kind of like a stockpile so that way the days that i'm unable to um record this that one i'm gonna try i'm trying to get better at you know i'm getting a schedule i'm i've always been bad at this but having a schedule to where 90 percent of the time i'm in here and i'm recording these and it's not a problem and i'm trying to work all that out and i'll get there i promise eventually you may not be in high school anymore but i will work it out <laughs> um but two it just gives me the ability to if i have these proverbs ones queued up and ready to go so if it's like oh okay for example like oh i'm gonna be flying all day today i'm not gonna have time or whatever the thing may be 
um, I can literally just pull it down off a of Dropbox and then upload the episode. And because the other thing is, I mean, there's virtually an infinite amount, not technically infinite because I mean, by infinite is just goes on forever. But because there's a chapter for every single day and each day there's like dozens and dozens and dozens of verses, um, this could go on for years before we ever even repeat a verse. So it's not like Wait, so like if you don't record on the 17th and then you play it, but then the next month you don't record on the 17th again, it's just going to be the same episode. One, that wouldn't really be that big of a deal because like you memorized it all perfectly and have gotten everything from it and couldn't use a refresher from an entire month before. And two, no, because let me see. Let me just pull up. Let's pull up the 17th right now in Proverbs. Are you kidding me? I just found something. I just spent like... 10 minutes, well, I'm lying, like five minutes looking for, I just found it, um, on accident, so, sorry, Proverbs is the other way, okay, Proverbs 8, blessings of wisdom, we went to 17th, let's just, let's just kind of put this in perspective here, okay, Proverbs 17, there are 28 verses in Proverbs 17, which means, I could, that's 28 months, months, yes, 28 months of using Proverbs on the, on the 17th, um, before there's ever a repeat. So that puts us, I mean, what 20, so 24 months is two years. So it's over two years. So, and again, I know they're not all going to be the same, like, the 28th only goes to 24, but that's still two years. The 19th goes to 29, so that's even more. See, the 20th goes to 30, so that's even more. So basically, we have more than two years of material. So first off, it would take me forever to record all this. So it's not even like I'm going to go and record all this in one day, and it's all going to be like from the same day anyways. But the point being is, if I, I'll spend a little bit of extra time recording some of these, and so that way, you know, a couple times a week, it'll be Proverbs. A couple times a week, it'll be me doing it that morning from the verse of the day. And it gives you a little more well-rounded. If you're like, yeah, but I, I like the verse of the day. I don't want to lose that. Well, you keep doing the verse of the day. If you're like, well, I started liking Proverbs better. I wish you'd do all. Well, you do Proverbs every day. You can listen to the podcast um, and hear different. And I'll probably get more and more into that as I go along. I will probably start exposing um, you guys to more and more ways of Bible studies just so you can finally, like, you can find one that really clicks for you. Because just because you can listen to one, like, let's say the soap. You're like, I love listening to the soaps, you know, every morning. But you're like, oh, but I'm not very good at doing them. Um, so maybe the Proverbs one comes up, you're like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Like, this is amazing because I don't have to do nearly as much thinking. Like I can pray, I can read it, I can pray again. And if God speaks to me, awesome. If not, I still got that word in for the day and I go on. So some of you may be like, the Proverbs is way better. At some point, I'm going to probably get like throw in some devotional books, like get a devotional book and throw in. Um, so that way it mixes them up. Some will stop doing some like I may get a devotional book that may be like 30 days of such and such. And after a couple months, you know, cause I won't do it every single day and, or, or I will, I don't know. And then, so yeah, the whole point being, don't always expect it to be, I mean, it, it's going to mostly be soap because it's called NBS soap. So I guess what I mean by that is like, don't like, 
it's not always gonna be the worst of the day. So I'm doing the, the thing. I may throw in some other even non-soap things in there just as a, an example. I won't be doing them for very long. I won't go into like a three-month stint of doing a non-soap method because this is a soap Bible study. I may just throw them in there, some other styles. But um, so yeah, we're gonna throw in uh, some proverbs, and it's gonna be cool. Also, okay, guys, we're eight minutes into this episode, and. It's, uh, we haven't even got into our scripture yet. So today's gonna be a long one, but I feel like it was worth it to talk about that whole Proverbs thing. It was awesome. Okay, today's scripture is Galatians. Actually, you know what? I am gonna switch because I found the adapter for my other microphone. That's what I said I accidentally found what I had been looking for. So, um, hold on a second. I'm gonna switch microphones. I will be right back. Right, I am back. Uh, you should notice a quality difference in this one. I did lose the little pop screen thing on it, so I gotta try to find that. So if you hear my peas popping profusely, I apologize. <laughs> so here we go, let's jump into this. So our scripture is Galatians 6, 9. Um, as almost always, I'm reading from uh, the ESV translation. So scripture is, let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. That is so good and so poignant with um, the fact like I'm, I'm halfway through this whole retin link thing that I've been talking to you guys about a little bit in this one. And I, I, I apologize that I haven't started it yet. And um, I'm realizing that I'm going to have to start recording the night podcasts in the morning and just dropping them at night. Because when I get home, I start doing family stuff and, and then we put the kids to bed and then... Brandy are hanging out and then next thing I know it's like I want to go to bed I don't want to go downstairs and record a podcast so I'm gonna get better at that but I am gonna start this little uh Rhett and Link series talking about the whole them basically losing their faith so and their hit their faith history so that's gonna be interesting so I plan on starting that tonight over in daily MVS and so I think this scripture is kind of perfect to go with it because as of right now I haven't got into um, too much of their, their reasons why, and it kind of seems like this is pretty relevant to, to what's going on with them. So let's jump into it. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, observation I have, we can weary of doing good if we lose sight of our goal. So we can, it, it's easy to get caught up in the minutia of like, I'm just in the beginning, you're excited. We're going to do this thing. And after a while you're like, why am I coming to practice every single day? Like we haven't done a meet, we haven't won a championship for a while. You just you just lose sight of it. And in in this whole idea with like the whole Rent and Link thing, I feel like that's part of what contributed. And again, I have not, so there's four videos at this point. I think there's gonna be five. So the first two are like their history. Um, and then the next two are like each of them talking about basically what they believed in detail, their process for how they kind of stopped believing that and lost their faith, and then what they believe now. And so I've watched the first two and just the little bit, like the intro to Rhett's, um, uh, his, uh, why can't I think of the name of it? Deconstruction. <clears throat> Rhett's like faith deconstruction or the deconstruction of Rhett's faith or something like that. So I have not really gotten into and heard their reasoning why yet. Tiny little bit of rets, but um, so I'm gonna go with from what I've heard and what I know about them. I'm kind of going with the assumption that they 
you know, they were, and I now know because of their history thing, that they were, they went from being in youth group and church to being in campus, uh, a campus ministry, to being leaders of the campus ministry, to being on staff at the campus ministry as missionaries, to then all of a sudden they fly out to Hollywood, uh, Burbank, I think is where they were in the beginning. I don't know about now, but they fly out to LA, um, not Hollywood. Um, not all of LA is Hollywood. I don't know why I said that. Uh, so they fly out to LA and then I, it, this again, not hearing all their stuff. This is a big and Rhett started like his, his apparently started way before they went out there. But to me, it seems like a big part of it is they got out of that community of believers. They got their eyes off of what they were doing and they got away from some of their stuff. So in this sense, you know, when they went from being, hey, we are campus missionaries and the purpose or the reason why we're doing this is to train and equip people to be able to share their faith. That was kind of what their thing as missionaries, they weren't, they didn't have a specific campus. They did these training seminars and they did funny videos and songs and stuff like that. Then they got into, well, now we're doing this just for entertainment. And we're doing this just to be liked and so they got off track of it and, and again i don't know if this is 100 percent accurate i'm going off of half of the story here um but it works as an example <laughs> so we can grow weary of doing good if we lose sight of our goal that's one of my observations the second one is reap the words you know it says there for in due season we will reap if we do not give up so the word reap is a huge word um here for example uh, it's not like it's not like getting back, right? You think of getting back, or even like a, a multi, like a regular multiplication, right? So like, if I give you my peanut butter and jelly, and you give me your say ham and cheese, we could argue that that's an even trade. Like maybe we just oh they're about the equal value in sandwich. It's just I prefer this one, you prefer that one, you know whatever. Um, so I have more perceived value on this type on, on the ham and cheese and you have more perceived value, but they're, they're basically the same. They're the same kind of quality of bread, you know, they're, they're about the same. Um, we can trade versus like if I gave you my homemade peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you gave me your like Togo's meatball marinara sandwich, you can say that I got the better deal, right? So like I got back, I got more. Well, reaping would be like, I gave you my peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you gave me your dad's 13 franchise uh, chain of Togo sandwiches or of rest sandwich rest, uh, shops, restaurants, right? Like it's huge. So for example, a more like realistic and uh, sane example would be if you take an apple seed, right? Like there's not much value in apple seed. You can't eat it. Some people say they're poison, don't they? I don't know if that, I don't think they are, but I think people say that. Uh, I think they just say that to get kids to not eat them. Um, you take an apple seed, you plant it, and it grows into an apple tree. Okay, so not only is like the tree like on a physical matter, like way much more. That was great English. Um, you take the fact that like an apple seed has other than planting and reaping has like zero value there's like nothing you can do with it other than plant it you know like you can't eat it like we talked about you can't i mean i guess you could put it you could decorate a, a craft project with it but even then you need a lot more to like make a little johnny seed craft project in like kindergarten um so one individual seed has basically no value outside of planting and reaping but when you plant and you reap it turns into this apple tree 
which is, I mean, as far as trees go, it's definitely uh, on the bigger side. There's a lot of smaller trees. It's, they're not huge, but they're, okay, fine. Maybe they're on the smaller side of trees, but it's still a huge tree. Like you can build clubhouses in an apple tree. And if it's taken care of, an apple tree can produce, and I don't, I didn't look this up, so I, I'm pretty sure this is pretty accurate. Um, hundreds of apples a year. Now, I don't, I don't know exactly. I know we recently, uh, when we first moved to New York, we went apple picking, and it looked like at any given time. Oh, also, I grew up with an apple tree in my backyard, so I guess I had some some uh, credibility to my statements. <laughs> but it seemed like I any given year, and I knew because I would I'd mow the yard and I'd have to like rake them up first. But it seems like on any given year, an apple tree could produce a couple hundred apples, if not more, maybe hundreds and hundreds of apples. But at least you know one, two maybe 300 apples at the minimum is what it seemed like cleaning them up all the time so you take this one little tiny seed and it turns into this tree that can produce hundreds of apples let's just say on the low side 100 apples a year that's already a huge increase but now you have the fact that it's going to do it again next year and next year and next year and then you're going to die and it's going to keep doing it for your kids and then they're going to die and it's going to keep doing it for your grandkids and i don't know how long an apple tree can live like i know like redwoods and stuff can live to be hundreds of years old like there's like up in like yosemite there's like two thousand year old redwoods i don't i'm almost positive apple trees don't live that long um most of those kind of fruit producing trees i think have a much shorter life than that but like an apple tree i'm pretty sure an apple tree can live for a good hundred or so years right it's going to go a while so it's a huge huge increase so for reap it's a huge word like i said you plant apple seed you reap an apple tree that produces hundreds of apples a year for uh lifetimes it's it's insane even if it was one lifetime even if it was 70 years even if it was on the low end thinking 100 apples a year for 70 years that's insane Seventy thousand apples plus and you got the fact of like over the years you're gonna prune it you're gonna be able to then like dry out that wood and burn it and have firewood when the tree finally does start to get sick and die you, you chop it down you burn it there you know so you got some extra value there you got the fact that you're uh you know maybe you built a tree house like i did in your apple tree um all kinds of things so it's pretty pretty awesome and to think that like we're not just trying to get an equal size sandwich back or a slightly better size sandwich back we're looking at trying to get like this huge we can get this huge uh multiplication this huge um reaping if you will for our efforts um as christians so the application i have we must keep focused on the vision god has given us right so when we just think about like all i have is a stupid seed and I'm, I'm getting tired of taking care of the stupid seed. You know, you plant a seed. You're like, I've been carrying the seed around forever. It's done nothing. Oh, okay. I go to some sort of, you know, I go to winter retreat or I go to youth convention or we have an altar time and I feel inspired to plant my seed. And then now what happens? It's just a stupid seed and some stupid dirt and, and nothing's happening and nothing's happening and nothing's happening and nothing's happening. And it's tempting to dig it up. It's tempting to walk away from it. But if we keep focused on the fact that like, no, this is going to turn into an apple tree that's gonna be producing apples. Um, and so on the spiritual side, it's like your efforts, like maybe you feel like you're struggling to get some, you know, some Christian club going and the administration's fighting you and you're like, and it's late in the year and I'm a senior. So what's the point? There's not, you don't know because you can, you can break through that territory for that next group to come in and you may not even hardly get to be in that Christian club. Cause it's like, Oh, winter retreat. I want to do a Christian club. You take time. It takes you all semester. Finally, it gets approved for the next semester. You don't even get to ever be at one meeting cause you graduate. But the um, the 
group behind you, they come in and they now have a Christian club because of your efforts and because of the work you put in. So we can't always, uh, we can lose sight of that sometimes in the picture. And so we start just looking at uh, like putting one foot in front of the other and it gets discouraging because it just feels like we're taking steps and steps and steps without ever going anywhere. Um, <clears throat> secondly, I have, we will reap so much more than we know. If we could see it, we would never think of quitting. So think about it. Like if you knew like, okay, I'm fighting the administration. It's like every day I'm in the office. Um, I Now they're like after me, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes. And so like now I'm starting to have a harder time in my classes because a couple of my teachers who I know are friends with the vice principal, now they're coming down on me. And now my science teacher, because of that, like he's now starting to like grade my stuff extra hard. And so now like this whole thing does, doesn't even seem like it's worth it. And, I, and I'm literally not even going to be able to get to go to a single class because it's probably not going to be approved to next semester. And even if it did, I hardly have any classes this year. It's so discouraging. I feel like I should just quit. But we don't, you don't know is that when it gets approved and it finally gets going that next year, like, it's, you know, they're going to have it. And then these kids are going to get saved. And then this, some of these kids are going to go off and they're going to be missionaries and pastors and preachers and, and mothers and fathers. And like, you, you could get to heaven one day and be like, there are 10,000 562 people in heaven just because I got that Christian club started that I was never even able to go to one meeting like oh my gosh like if you knew that like you were going to have that kind of reward like that kind of um, reaping from it that kind of harvest from from that you would never lose you'd be like yeah I'll go in there every day and turn in whatever paperwork they ask for and answer whatever questions they ask I don't care I'm doing this for that 10,000 and whatever number of people souls that are going to end up in heaven because of this i don't care that i'm never even you would never lose uh sight of that you'd never get weary of that so if we keep our eyes on jesus that's going to keep us motivated and it's going to help us be motivated and realize that like there is a reward at the end of this and sometimes it's the reward is just that it's preparing us for the next thing i can't tell you how many podcasts and how many youtube shows and how many things i've done that have had like zero or next to zero views and it seemed like it was a waste of time but yet it's prepared me for the next thing and it's like the hours that my intern jeff and i would put into doing like geek church episodes and and first encounter sketches and being up to like four in the morning editing and doing in after effects and then turning around and going into the office you know at six in the morning for prayer it just it, it could seem like it wasn't worth it but it it prepared me so now I'm ready to go. So now that with MVS that we're launching these things, like I'm ready to go. I can sit down and something that would have taken hours before I can do in minutes and I'm ready to teach the next generation, to teach our media and our drama team. And we can just start breaking ground and doing things that aren't like, like, like my dad always wanted to do media stuff, but he didn't have the skills. So he wasn't able to. Um, I've spent like a lifetime developing those skills. And so now that it's time to use them, it's like ready to go. And I'm not limited by that. So in that sense, the reward was, and I'm sure like uh, on the other side of heaven, like I'm sure there'll be other results from it. Like there were some students who listen to stuff. It's out there. They have some views. I'm sure there was some stuff, nothing that I know on this end, this side of heaven, but just if nothing else, the, the fact that it's prepared. And so it may be preparing you for your future. All right, and last thing is keep focused on God and renew your mind. So this is so big. Um, I already talked about like the whole keeping focused on God, but constantly renewing your mind. So when things don't seem worth it, when it seems like all is lost, when it seems like it's a waste of time, constantly be renewing your mind with the reason you started, the reason God called you to it, what the purpose is, um, how you're bringing glory to God, that, that whole kind of thing. So I could go on on that one, but we're 
getting very long in this episode, so I'm going to skip down to the prayer. Lord, help me to stay focused on you and renew my strength in you when I am tempted to give up. All right, guys, that is it for today. Um, I'm leading staff devotions today, and I'm actually using this. I'm going to be using our, our little youth devotions. I'm using this exact one. I'll take my notes in there and, and lead uh, a bunch of the volunteer and, and staff leaders through it. So uh, you're in good company today. All right, guys, love you, and check out uh, Daily MVS later tonight for that Retin Link series. Thank you.